welcome to another episode of Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniels. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Uh, we've got another great one for you today, which is a great topic. And the topic today, Dr. Daniels, is with everything that's going on. Uh, it came to my, my wife brought it to my attention because she's um, going through these uh, little Bible study things on the app and said, why haven't as a nation or a community, have, why haven't we gotten together and set up a prayer and fast times during these you know, difficult times uh, so we can pray and everybody come together? Because in the Bible, people clearly did this. They prayed together. They fasted. Everybody was on one accord. They get past certain hardships that was going on. How come that's not happening now? You know, that's a good question. Uh, it certainly makes good sense, you know, um, because we're a nation that says one nation under God. Right. right? That's a part of um, our, our pledge. Uh, but unfortunately, even though we say one nation under God, the question is, we don't necessarily act like we're one nation under God. If you look at when you look at, um, you know, in biblical times, it's what you're referring to and your and uh, your wife brought out. Um, the there was no difference between government and religion. In in fact, um, um, their 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 political system was a system that was that was integrally tied to their religious beliefs. You know that was the law of the land. So when you look at the Mosaic Law, for example, the Mosaic Law was the civil law. You know there was no separation. Right. So when you went to court, let's say, because you had wronged somebody, right. that's the law they used. You know, they, it wasn't another law. You know, when it says thou shalt not steal, that was both religious and civil law. Right. When it says that, uh, or what we call, we call it tort law now, you know, as you know. So if you wrong somebody, th- that was the law of the land. Right. So the, the highest figure was a figure that was appointed by God. Y- you know, the, right. the kings were anointed by God. And, and so their uh, ability to rule was based on all of the people uh, accepting that that was a God appointed figure. And so for that reason, anytime there was a national calamity, uh, things of that nature, that national figure was being led by God. And so that national or that, you know, that nation, that figure was the one that made the decision based on God coming to him and saying, right. the reason why you're where you are is because, you know, this is where you are. Yeah. I, one of the best examples is uh, of Solomon, you know, who, who was considered to be a very wise king, uh, king of Israel. And um, <clears throat> there's a text in the scripture that says this, uh, when, 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 when they're dedicating the temple and Solomon is, is talking to God about uh, how he can ensure that God's um, protective arm is always on that country, nation. And here's what he says to Solomon. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. And so Solomon gets that. He's the, he's the supreme being on right. earth. He's the right. king on earth. He gets that instruction. And so he, inf- he pushed, pushes that out to all of the people. Right. There's a commandment from the king. You're going to pray and you're going to fast. Well, in today's climate, even though we say one nation under God, we practice religious freedom. Right. And so our president um, in, in times past would still call for national prayer. The current president 
um, wants us to pray to him. And so he don't want national. Let's, you know, let's just be real about it. Right, right. He does not want national prayer. He wants people to bow down to him. And that's what he has said in some of his um, um, comments is that he wants the governors to be grateful to him. Right. He wants people to be grateful to him for doing his job. You know, right. you're the president. We shouldn't be grateful that you do your job. Right, right. You should do your job and be grateful that we elected you. Right. So he has it in reverse. So I, I think that's the primary, primary difference there is that uh, we don't have a president that is willing um, to humble himself right. and say, we need God. So what about a national leader? Like where, where are the Martin Luther Kings? And the the old school Jesse Jacksons of you know the Billy Grahams, where are they at? Because I know uh, Martin Luther King, if he was to say, let's you know have a national day of prayer, even if the president didn't say it, everybody I know, at least in the black community, would be willing to listen. Right. Um, Or Billy Graham and Billy Graham, you know, the nation would listen. So where is that figure now? And do you think it would ever happen again where we would have a figure like that? I think the only way it would happen would be as if we had some type of um, plague that was so um, devastating that the the nation's leader, the president, relied on that individual. If you think back during Martin Luther King's um, when he, when his, his rise to political up to a political position where he could actually um, command an audience with the president it's because president Johnson himself decided to utilize Martin Luther King. Right. He called on him to come and pray with him when we had difficult times. If you look at Billy Graham, it was the same way that presidents called on him when they were having difficult times to come to the white house and pray. See, we don't have that in the current president. So they, they, they gained that, 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 that tier uh, of respect because Presidents relied on them to come and pray for the nation. Um, and the irony of it is this, there was no Instagram, there was no, you know, um, internet to, to really put their faces out there. Right. Uh, it was only, you know, newspapers and, and televisions. And we only had three channels at the time, NBC, right. ABC, and CBS. Right. Uh, you may have had a local channel, but that right. didn't have very WGN. low coverage. Right. Yeah. But it's very low coverage. So, you know, right. it didn't go anywhere. Uh, but but they gain that prominence. Um, and, and so, but see, nowadays we don't have that. And also what we don't have is we don't have a religious leader that appears to be concerned about the nation as much as they are concerned about their own following. Now, I'm, I'm not saying we don't have them. I'm saying it doesn't appear to be that way. Because when you look at... Um, the, the um, social media, when you look at television now, there is a competition for who is, you know, that person. You don't have a lot of preachers coming together. I remember back in the 80s, um, there was a, a, a forum of, 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 of ministers that were on a, uh, a, a 2020. It's been a while back. And one of the uh, prominent black preachers uh, said this. He said that we have become like hogs at the trough. Everyone presuming that there will not be enough for them to eat. Right. 
And he was saying, but there are enough sinners in, in the United States for all preachers. So why are we fighting like we have to compete with one another for sinners? I think that's where we've gotten to, unfortunately. So no one wants to be a follower. Everybody wants to be a leader. So not just on a national plane, but even locally, you know, um, every pastor wants to be a leader. Every, you know, it, it, the egos have surpassed um, their ability to walk humbly before God, it seems right. like. So right. because everybody wants to be a leader, if one person says we're going to do it, someone else is not going to do it because they want the one that called for it. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree um, with your assessment, definitely, because I've seen it, you know, I've played a lot of sports. I've seen it in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if the guy doesn't get that, leadership type role he just shuts all the way down mm-hmm. or he wants he spends time t- trying to tear down the other person so he can lift himself up and but here's the thing let's say okay not nationally but locally mm-hmm. in your um uh your conference that you belong to mm-hmm. pastors has has the conversation even come up to say okay how about all of us get together and call, you know, some type of, you know, fasting or a prayer day just for just locally. Locally, the conversation has come up, but you know, you got to look at to the different conferences that govern the local. Right. Okay. Like for example, um, you have even, even as Christians, let's say, right. Right. You, you have uh, a host of different denominations. Right. Um, so if you, you know, so you have, um, you have Baptists, you have Methodists, you have Episcopalians, you know, uh, you have um, uh, Church of God in Christ. So you, you, you know, you have Pentecostal um, and, and a host of others, you know, that 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 I could we could spend an hour just naming all the different denominations. Right. right? So you have all those different conferences you're dealing with. And within those, you know. Well, uh, uh, denominations, I should say. You have all those denominations. Within those different denominations, then you have conferences that that are competing with one another. Right. You know, so like you take Baptists, for example. You have um, the Southern Baptists, um, which, you know, um, has a, a wide range, right? Uh, then you have um, several conferences that are composed of uh, predominantly black pastors, you know. Um, then you have inter- interdenominational uh, conferences as well. Uh, and so let's say, for example, if um, the uh, Virginia Beach uh, interdenominational uh, past association decide that they're going to call for uh, a day of prayer. Well, that don't mean the Catholics going to go along with it. Right. Because the Pope is in Rome. Right. And he didn't call for a national day of prayer, you, you know. Right. And, and that doesn't mean that the Episcopals are going to go for it because their bishop didn't call for it. You know, that if the, the Richmond diocese didn't call for it. And, and, and so the method, same thing with the Methodists, you know, so it, that that's a part of it is because there's so many different denominations within Christianity. Now, then you add to that, the, the other religions, right. You know, you, right. you, you know, you're the Buddhists, you, you got Islam, you got all those different, you know, groups. And so, it's difficult for, for us to come together on things anymore, even though we say we're all worshiping um, one divine God. We, we, don't, we don't carry ourselves like we're worshiping one divine God. 
Right. We act like we're worshiping different gods, even though we say we're doing one because we don't seem to be able to come together. So now um, last week you had mentioned about, you know, this whole thing happening to bring people together. What, in your opinion, can what needs to be done to bring the, the Christians faith, Christians mm-hmm. together, all the denominations together, get on one accord so we can, in, in faith, fight against this thing? The, the difficulty about this scenario is in order for us to combat the coronavirus the way we have been told to combat it, it requires physical distancing. You know, mm. they, we call it social distancing, right. physical distancing. When you have physical distancing, that creates a scenario where leaders can't come, can't, to, can't come together. You can't come together. Right. So where you may would have come together, you know, to discuss things, now you can't. Um, and I'll give you a simple example of how difficult it is to bring bring them together. You know, this is the, um, the, the 2020 is the centennial year, right? Where we all need to comply with the census. And so a part of the strategic plan was to have the faith-based community um, be a dominant factor in getting people to comply. Because oftentimes people who don't, you know, respond are people in minority communities, you know, um, people who have um, lower incomes, things like that. So they ask the faith-based community to get involved because they think that, you know, usually people respect their pastors. Right. So I was, I was in city of Virginia beach. I was the sub chairman for that effort, right. Subcommittee chair for that effort. So we contacted all the churches in Virginia beach. Right. And we asked them, we gave them information, asked them to set aside a week that they can all from the pulpit, talk about the census, you know, let people know how important it is to them, you know, that this helps get money for schools. This helps get money for right. fire, all this kind of thing. What we said to them to do, when you get the letter, send us back and confirm your email address so we can send out more information as it comes in. Only one church, <laughs> <laughs> only one church responded. Wow. Okay. One church. Now, if we can't get them to respond for something that will help them and their congregants, Right. Because when you get better schools, it helps all of your members, especially right. those that are in poverty, especially those that are lower income. That means money, more money is available for the food stamp program. Right. More money is available for senior housing. More money is available for uh, low income housing, you know, if you respond. So right. you're doing something that will help your people. Right. And only one person out of about 300 churches. That's crazy. Respond. Or I should say worship, you know, uh, uh, areas because some of them may not have been churches, but they were, you know, worship assemblies. So if we can't respond to something that helps us, you know, how, you know, when when we're, when we can't, you know, when, when there is a mechanism to come together. Right. Now when we're physically separated. Yeah. And competing because every church now is competing to stay viable financially as well. Right. You know, because you still got to keep, you know, dominion power. You still got to keep, you know, right. your, your power on. You still got to pay bills, this kind of thing. Um, but, you know, you make a an interesting point that it is, it would be very difficult if you're not already in a leadership influencing area now without, with, with social distancing, because you're going to have a better connection when you're able to talk to people. You can hear the inflection in your voice, your body language is going on. Doing it teleconference wise, 
is is most likely not going to work. And you know, and uh, you know, I I hate to say this in this way, but sometimes you got to be real, right? I'm not sure if all the religious leaders really believe that prayer is the answer. Mm. Now, I don't know them personally. I don't know all of them. Right. But I'm just saying, I'm not sure they really believe that prayer is the answer. Um, we have got to a point in our societal, our societal norms where we kind of discount prayer. Right. You know, and I believe you, I, I believe in medical science. You know, I, I, I believe in, you know, doctors and nurses. I understand the concepts. I, I, I believe in that kind of stuff. But also believe that behind every human cure, there has to be God. Right. You know, I mean, how else can we explain how people who should be dead don't die? Right. You know, and I, I believe in divine intervention. I don't think everybody has that at their core belief, because to me, if everyone had it at their core belief, someone that has influence over, you know, the governor or, you know, whatever would have said to them, listen, this is what we need to do. And in addition to uh, uh, this, this distancing that we do, right. we need to have a, 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 we need to put prayer in there somehow, right? you know, uh, but again, then too, we got to go back and I can't think of the lady's name, unfortunately, but we go back to um, um, the, the lady who sued and, and won that's, you know, when her, she didn't want her son to be involved in prayer in school back in the fifties uh, and sixties. So that, you know, took prayer out of school, right. but also it kind of, um, kind of made it concrete that, 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 you know, separation of church and state. Now that's what we say anyway, right? But yet, when the president is um, sworn in, place your hand on the Bible, right? Right. Yep. So if if you can place your hand on the Bible to be sworn in, to me it would just seem same thing with governors. You know, it seemed to me it would make sense for someone to say we're going to practice physical distancing and right. We, I want to designate this day as a day of prayer. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, is, and it's really like, if you take it a step further with all these mega churches with all these capabilities mm -hmm. to, to shoot a live broadcast. Mm -hmm. Right. And then television networks begging for content. Mm -hmm that there hasn't been one like event that was on, that was just televised with nobody in the audience. You know, if, if, if a WWE can put on WrestleMania, you know what I'm saying? And have segments of its pre-taped, some of it live in a, you know, in, in their performance center. And you telling me that we can't have one religious thing that happens to bring the nation together on television. You would think CBS or ABC or NBC would be, they would all, all three of them would say, look, we need, we need people to watch us because we're having reruns because their production is shut down. Sure. Nothing. Right. And like, and like sports, right? No, there, there's no sports going on. So it's all like, it's all reruns. Right. So yeah, I agree with you. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful if they would say, let's, 
set up. And, and you can have physical distancing even right. then, right? If you brought on um, several pastors that are nationally known right. uh, to, to just, you know, talk about the importance of us unifying in prayer. And, and, and when I say nationally known pastors, I don't mean just Christians, you know, because here's the thing. Um, I, I, if we're going to have a national day of prayer, we need to have um, not just Christians. We need to have people to practice Islam. We need to have rabbis, you know, mm-hmm. for Judaism. We need the, uh, people who practice Hindu, you know, Hinduism. You know, we, we need those people, you know, the Sikhs. We need those people there as well because the, when you look at the religions, the, the major world religions, not all, but the major world religions, there's one common denominator, and that is the creator of all things. Right. Now, they may, a couple of them may say, well, there's one creator, and then there's some sub-gods below them, but right. they still all go back to that one creator. Right. You know? So, should I care if the person that practiced Hinduism, you know, is praying to that supreme creator? Why, why should I care? Because we're gonna, if we're going to have a national day of prayer, then shouldn't we all be praying? Right. You know, you know, Hindu, Buddhist, uh, uh, the, the Hebrew and the Christian and, and everyone, you know, based on whatever your religion is, shouldn't we all be praying? Yeah. Uh, the only person that probably is not going to pray is the agnostics, you know, <laughs> but, but, but even they can, 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 can um, uh, still add to it based on their own beliefs. Right. So I agree with you. It would make sense to me to have them all there, you know, and it don't have to be 30 minutes. It could be, you know, a 15 minute thing. Right. You know, it could be a commercial right. because prayer doesn't take 30 minutes. Right. You know. And it, yeah, you're right. It, it could be five minutes when they broadcast all, you know, at the same time throughout the nation as a, as a commercial to say, listen, as a unit, we, we're going to just pray and let each of those major world religions spend, what, a minute? You know, well, of course, if you're a Christian, you're going to have to pray more than a minute. But <laughs> if you're black, Take a minute, you'll get warmed up. Because you're a black Baptist. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, you give them a minute or two minutes, and then boom, 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 boom. And what you say, it makes so much sense. But unfortunately, you and I are not, you know, a network executive. Right. But it just makes so much sense. Well, maybe maybe we have a network executive that's, that tunes into the podcast <laughs> or somebody that works for a network, you know, executive. Mm-hmm. Because I really feel like they could work. I agree with you. And, and when you look at the broadcast, you know, like, you know, of course I'm home on Sundays now, you know, we, we, we broadcast, but I'm not in like normally on Sunday, I'm in church like four or five hours. Right. But now, you know, it's not like that anymore. Cause you know, right. the church is empty. Um, and, and so I do watch other, you know, uh, I don't watch an entire, you know, um, sermons, but I kind of watch, you know, what's going on to see how, how things are happening. <clears throat> and when I look at the other broadcasts, um, there, there are for the most part pre-recorded broadcasts, right? Because you can, the congregation is full, you know, right. so they're showing something that's already been aired. Right. Right. <clears throat> um, at least on television anyway, now, yeah. to their own members, it may be different, but right. on a television broadcast, that's how it is. Um, so <laughs> which in a sense still says to me that, the greater concern is how the the visual effect of the broadcast. Mm-hmm. If 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 you still see that there are two thousand people in the congregation, 
right. you know, when they're broadcasting it. Right. It's the visual effect. It is, it is that rather than them coming on. So what if they came on at their normal broadcast time, right? And rather than having, you know, the, the normal where they have the, the exactly. whole church full or whatnot, that they did it at that time, you right. know, that would have the same impact. But, but I don't, that's what I'm saying. I think the competition, you know, I, I think that the, um, and I don't, I don't think they're doing it purposefully, but it is what it is. Right. You know, it, it's the ratings factor is, 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 is to use it as a vehicle to, to not only um, uh, spread the gospel, but increase membership. Right. Know, and increase giving and, you know, right. All those other things that go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, like I, I even with like the increase on the increase giving part, um, like when uh, me and Mike was added into um, the church service mm-hmm. and I said, do I need to put a link at the bottom of this? Then I thought about, you know, things you say, you know, passes the bag for money, blah, blah. like in the back of my head, it's like, well, I ain't, I ain't going to put it up there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's, it's a constant reminder. Like, even mm-hmm. though I may see somebody else doing it, you know, or talk right. to other people to go to other churches where they have ATMs in the church. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you get a different, <laughs> you get a whole different spectrum right. of how the stuff is. But it's still most people's negative connotation of church is like the church is always begging for money, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely, or any nonprofit for that matter. So I'm, you know, I get you got my wheels turning um, on how to even be able to pull that off. Um, Cause I actually know some people in, in, in networks mm-hmm. and I know that they're gotta be like hungry for anytime you show a press conference that you already know what the person's going to say, mm-hmm. you know, it's because it's something new and they're tired of showing the view, you know, a, a episode of five months ago, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's one of those situations to where I know they need content. Now, whether or not what's going to happen with it, the right person just needs to hear it. And I believe that that whole scenario can can actually happen. And the reason why I say that is because we used to have back in the day telethons all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they, of course, during the course of a you know three four hours, they had people come up there entertaining. But we ain't talking three four hours of prayer or or or, or how about when was that Aretha Franklin? when she passed and, and it was a six hour funeral and it was on TV. It's like, come on now. It's like, if you want to have, if you can do that, mm-hmm. you can do a third, a one hour show, especially right. now, mm-hmm. you know, we already know they don't take that many cameras. So you could probably do the whole thing with six people, Sure, you know, six man team to be able to film that. And then uh, and maybe five pastors. Yeah. But to see that they're still filming news. Right. Right. So we know they can still do right. that. Um, <clears throat> even locally, I, you know, I mean, I, again, that's why I just think the interest, the, 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 I, I just think that the, the faith and the belief that it will make a difference has waned, you know, because mm-hmm. even local, uh, stations, you don't necessarily hear them talk about pray for like nine eleven. you know, we heard pray for the country. Yeah. Pray for the country. You don't hear that now. Yeah. You don't hear people saying that they talk about, they talk about things like let's show you some nice pictures. And those pictures will show people out cheering on the first responders or cheering right. on the right. medical staff or that, you know, that kind of thing. But what you don't hear them saying is, you know, 
let's pray for the first responders. Let's pray for, right. let's pray for these people. Let's have, you know, let's, let's, let's have a moment of silence. Like sometimes they have a moment of silence, you know, so, so everybody can do their own praying, whatever it is. Right. Right. You know, I, if it, I, I, I can't say it has not been done, but I can say I haven't seen it, nor have I heard it while I was watching or felt it. Like right. having that feeling like you, like people are doing that. Right. Yeah. You know I'm saying it's like, see, 9-11, it was on the TV. The president even said we need to, you know, right. pray and whatnot. I haven't, now I've watched, you know, I watch CNN, MSNBC <laughs> and uh, Fox and I watch them all the time. I'm, I'm twitching channels, you know, sometimes. Right. So I'm catching all the, I haven't heard, seen that one person during that time, you know, say it in that manner. Right. You know, that this is a time that we need to pray. I haven't heard one politician, you know, I've heard him talk about a whole lot of stuff, but I haven't heard now one politician say, you know, this is a time that we need to just come together and pray, you know, and, 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 and I agree with you. They, there's no reason why they can't, right? but I haven't heard it. And so um, I, I'm going to do something myself. Uh, and actually I'm going to do it today. I'm going to send out something to, every clergy member that I know in this, in this area into the conferences. And um, I'm going to ask them. Uh, it might not happen because I'm asking it, <laughs> but because uh, you know, we got egos. Right. But I'm going to, I'm going to give them a specific date and time and say, Hey, listen, can we all agree that at this, this moment in time on this hour for these five minutes, that everybody in your congregation stop what they're doing and pray. And, um, and perhaps we can get, at least in our community, uh, it to be a, a start. And maybe we can get people then to start um, putting on their Twitter feeds, you know, um, that this is going to be the time of prayer, you know, so we can, and hopefully if, if enough people put it on their Twitter feeds, it'll spread that way. Maybe we can figure out a nice handle. I don't know yet what it might would be, but a right. nice handle that says, you know, pray for Corona or something that, so it could pick up some traction yeah. and, uh, and we can get it out there. Yes. I'd, whatever you need me to do, just let me know. If, if you want me to cut up a clip of this, I'll be able to cut it up and send it to you. And yeah, I think we, I, and I definitely am going to try to do my part and, edit like I'm edit this mm -hmm. this podcast and this video and, and post it. And so people can be aware of like we used to do things right much differently than what we do now. And and I'm kind of amazed actually that that it hasn't happened, you know. Well I'm just wondering if maybe, you know, you didn't think of I didn't think of it this way and maybe you didn't either. But perhaps the Lord spoke to you for a reason. Mm. You know, and perhaps the Lord was speaking to you, you yeah. to say we need it. And so maybe what we need to do is to yield to the spirit. Right. And, and do it because, you know, um, maybe through you, it will, you know, because you have the knowledge of how to get it out there. Right. Right. Maybe through you, it can happen if we do use Instagram and Twitter and all those things that you have expertise in and, and, and we put it, do it in a way that it can happen. You know, it won't be the first time that one individual <laughs> that was led by God right. created a ripple that changed the whole world. So yeah, um, you not lying about that, but one thing will happen. If this thing was actually blow up, I was still here from my wife. It was me to ask the question. <laughs> I told you to ask, well, ask Pastor Dan. 
That but let my... her know we're going to give God the credit. <laughs> we're going to give her a byline. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes back to the ego, what you was talking about. But, you know, that that is, um, now that you said it, that's one of those things where I kept thinking, it's like, well, if nobody else is doing it, why not us? Right. You think about Black Lives Matter. Right. One person put it out there and then it just took traction. Right. So maybe maybe that's what needs to happen here. Yeah. You know, it, we you know, you you put something out and it'll pick up traction and you know, and that can be the callous, you know, for, for what we start to do. Yeah. So if you if people listening or watching this, if you know of anybody that may be able to help us in our endeavor of getting this out, please just shoot us a message on shoot us on Facebook at Enoch. Or if you got my email address, I'll put in, in the um, captions of this and you can shoot me an email. I don't think Dr. Daniels wants a whole bunch of emails. So you can send, you can send it to me and then I'll be able to work with Dr. Daniels of getting this initiative out there. I, I know for a fact that at least locally we should be able to get it done because television networks don't have nothing on TV. Yeah. You know, so I have a couple of contacts I can contact as well. So Dr. Daniels. Is there anything else that you'd like to bring to the forefront before we close out? Now, I, I think what you just brought up is vitally important. And, and as I'm sitting here thinking of you, I got to tell you, I'm kind of it kind of brought some chills to me uh, because it finally hit me that um, we ought to, you know, it, it's not something for us to talk about. Right. It's something for us to be about. Right. So thank you <laughs> for, for, for um, enlightening me. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. And thank you all for listening and watching us. Uh, this is your host, C.B. Baker. Till next time.